A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Monday the 28th of December, and our reading for A Word for Today is Isaiah chapter 7, verse 10. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask a sign of the Lord your God, let it be deep as Sheol, or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now the context of that reading, and we're reading it because we are pursuing the true meaning of Christmas, the context of the reading is we are about 750 uh, B.C., um, Israel is under the rule of uh, wicked King Ahaz, who is faithless and is planning to make um, a, an association, an alliance with uh, the Assyrian Empire, which uh, would not be uh, the right thing to do. It just, just displays his faithlessness. And God graciously offers Ahaz a sign and Ahaz displays the ultimate condition of sin, which is a perversity that refuses even to consider truth. And so under a pious uh, sign, and how often sin uh, moves under a pious covering, Ahaz says, I will not ask and I will not put the Lord to the test. You see, God has offered any sign, that it be as deep as Sheol, that's the Hebrew word for the underworld, or as high as heaven. So God is saying, I'll do anything to shave. And Ahaz says, no, I won't put the Lord to the test, as if he's being good and noble. But what he's actually doing is, I'm not interested. I don't want to know the truth. I reject it with all my heart. I turn my back on it. And God's judgment on that wickedness is to give the prophecy of a sign that is so obscure that Ahaz could not possibly understand it. But it is a sign that is understood and explained in the New Testament, for it's the very verse that is quoted in verse 23 of Matthew 1, which says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. And then Matthew provides a translation which means God with us. So, uh, what we have here is uh, a quotation from the Old Testament. I want to ask the question, what is it doing here? You see, if you look at Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25, and we've read it several times over the last few days, you can see it's all describing the experience of Joseph. It's all founded on the person of Joseph. Every sentence is almost about Joseph. He is the one who discovers that uh, his uh, betrothal, his betrothed to be Mary, is with child, um, and he is the one who has uh, really made up his mind to uh, break off the engagement, but to do it discreetly, uh, because he is a decent and kind man. He is the one to whom came the visitation of the angel that explained that uh, 
uh, what was conceived within Mary was from the Holy Spirit, and he was told to call the name of the child Jesus, the reason being that he will save his people from their sins. The word Jesus simply means the Lord saves. And then we're told at the end of the passage that when he woke from his sleep, he did as he had been commanded through the angel in his dream. And when the son was born from Mary, he gave him the name Jesus. Now, it may be if the whole thing was just about Joseph, we would say, well, look, why should we believe this? And uh, people might say to you, if you're a Christian believer, but the person you're talking to is not, they say, look, what you're saying is just fantastic. I mean, it's all very well for Joseph to be convinced in that kind of way. But why should we be convinced in that way? We are not Joseph. We don't have those experiences. I mean, maybe if an angel came and talked to me tonight um, in my sleep, then I might be convinced, but I rather think that's not likely to happen. So why should we believe this? And uh, we have to remember that the Bible is supremely pastoral. It is here as a message to us here now. It is the living God speaking to us in the here and now. And that's why verses 22 to 23 are in Matthew 1. Because in the account of what happened to Joseph, as we've seen in our many readings over the last few days, we have 22-23. Verse 22 says, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. And then goes the quotation from Isaiah chapter 7 that we've looked at already. So what is Matthew doing? Well, he's doing this, I think. He is actually saying, Look, I know you're not Joseph, and I know these experiences that Joseph had are not going to happen to you. But let me now point you to the place of evidence that will make you believe if you receive it, not as Ahaz did in a uh, classically rejecting human way, but as you should believe, as befits the true revelation of God. And so what... Uh, Matthew is doing, saying, look, this is where you've got to go. If you want to understand the true meaning of Christmas, you've got to go to the message of the Bible. You see, this quotation from Isaiah um, is really uh, standing for the whole uh, message of the Old Testament. Indeed, the message of the Old Testament fulfilled in the New, which is the message of the whole Bible. So what Isaiah is really saying there is not just look at Isaiah uh, what the Matthew is really saying, I mean, there is not just look at Isaiah, but look at the whole Bible. The whole Bible hangs together in the most extraordinarily coherent way. You know, the Bible is wonderful, and anyone who will consider it seriously will come upon the marvel of all scholarship up and down time. The Bible is amazing in the clarity and the coherence with which it presents the truth. And so the message of Matthew regarding the true meaning of Christmas is, look, if you won't take it from me, look at the whole Bible and see what it's saying, and you will find that the whole thing holds together. Coming back to that great prophecy of Isaiah, uh, did you know that there is nowhere in any kind of mythological stories of a virgin birth. Yes, there are lots of mythological stories of gods 
uh, coupling with human women and producing hybrid offspring, uh, some of it monstrous in nature. But a virgin birth, that is utterly unique. There is nothing like that to be found. There is nothing even like it to be found in uh, mythology. That verse, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, is being fulfilled by one person and one person only in all the history of humankind. That is Mary, the mother of Jesus. And that's why Matthew quotes it here. He's saying, go to the Bible. Do you know, if I was in a country that was hit with famine, I wouldn't be too proud to go to the famine relief center for the sake of my loved ones. And I'm sure you would feel the same way. Well, what Matthew was saying, go to the Bible. That's the famine relief center. That is where you will find the bread of God, the word of God that will feed your soul, that will give you life. And that is the place where God reaches out and calls his people. Come to the Bible. That will present you with complete and entire integrity the message of Christmas, the true meaning of Christmas, captured in that phrase, captured in the name Jesus, which means he will save his people from their sins. My prayer is that you would understand and receive this true meaning of Christmas, that you would turn to the Lord Jesus Christ in repentance and faith, that you would cast yourselves upon him and receive his cleansing, his forgiveness. Because if you do that, you will show yourself to be one of his people. That's the sign of belonging to the people of God, is coming to the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, please would many turn to you at this time and come to the cross of your dear Son and know the joy of forgiveness and cleansing and the accounting of your perfect righteousness to them. Please would many prove themselves to be your people. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.